The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. What's up, good people? We are back hanging with the boys. That's a live look right there at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside the Ford Center, where today's high is 83 degrees, currently 77 degrees. That is three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton. This is senior editor of uh, DallasCowboys.com, Kurt Daniels. I am the below-average Jesse (laughs) Holly. Together, we are are hanging with the boys. The sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. You know? How you guys doing, man? I'm doing great, Jesse. You good? You know, it's just so exciting to be here with you and Kurt. Man, I'm just overjoyed. All right. (laughs) Okay. Kurt, feeling good there, man. We need some of what he got. Yeah, Yeah, man. It's just... When I face this every day. Did it come day, in a gummy form or a mushroom no, form? No, no, it's just when I face this oh, okay. star. I refuse to sit anywhere else. Because when I sit, and then you come in, lo and behold, he comes in with a cowboy shirt on. I saw that. You're kind yeah. of wearing the colors today. Wow. You have on the colors well, as well? I do kind of normal. Well, you he does every day. You always have on cowboy You go to training camp every year, you get a few extra pieces. <laughs> this segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets, gets its wings. Yes. And uh, our boy Mo, shout out to Mo, way in Kuwait. Mo sent over some lunch money. So I'm going to pick up some lunch for us one of these days at Wingstop. I'm bringing well, some sandwiches Mo, in there. Good Mo. gesture. We'll never benefit from it. Yes, you nah. will. I'm not Shannon. I'm not Shannon. Oh, so you're saying Shannon didn't never take care of us? Few and far between. Wow. When it came to the mm. food. When it came mm. to the food, we would have starved. Well, I'm trying, you know, I've been working on uh, behind closed doors trying to get Shannon to come back and, you know, make a few guest appearances. But, you know, they said they got to work through some things. So, chairs there for you, Shannon. Chairs there. Leaving a light on. Yeah. We'll leave, we'll leave, what hotel is that? Motel 6? Mm, Motel they, ain't, they ain't paying for our shows. Oh, I'm sorry. They're not paying for our shows. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Those times that Nate spent in it. Call the trailer here, park. Man. I don't the, care. Yeah, call the trailer park. I'm glad park. to see you. I'm glad to see you, man. I need what you got, God, man. You're just kind of in a lovey mood. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, Kurt, man, just keep coming to the fat side. <laughs> <laughs> we get oh, into man. we get into we'll work your carbon up I'm heading that way, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> we get into the booty juice. Commander's office. Wow. Now they're the, they're, they've taken over the top spot of the booty juice. In the NFC East. It yeah. used to be the Giants. Yeah. Um, the Giants have kind of worked themselves yeah. out of that. Now they, they went from the booty they, juice, they trickled down to the gooch. <laughs> the Giants have trickled down. The Giants. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that good wow. sweat has come down. Oh, yeah. That good sweat has come down Bass, to the gooch. Bastard. And oh. and and uh, Patrick Hugh is still praying for me. Wow. Yeah. And the, and the commanders are now front and center, booty juice, head of the class. The whole that league? Like a How star. about the whole league? Nah. Just NFC East? Uh, whole league? That's a good question. 
Um, just the NFCs for right now. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll dissect the whole league later <laughs> on. Yes. And um, the Cowboys and this defense, oh, glory. I don't want to get into my Michael Irvin. I don't want to start preaching. 11 minutes straight. But but, but this this defense, this, this defense is something special. I mean, truly something special. And this is the second year in a row, when you look at it, what Dan Quinn has been able to do with this defense, building on this defense and continue to grow this defense. And they found, again, last year was the turnovers. They At the end of the year, they led the entire National Football League in turnovers. This year, currently right now, with, uh, with 13, 13 sacks. sacks, they are leading the National Football League in sacks. And they're doing it with a plethora of guys. A safety has a sack. Defensive linemen have sacks. Defensive end has a sack. Yeah. And, of course, Micah, the linebacker, the all-world, everything, he has four Don't of them. Don't mm. He's a linebacker. He got one. Yeah. He got yeah. one. Wow. So, I mean, it, this defense has become an equal opportunity employer. They, they, yeah. they, they're not discriminating on who go and get the stack as long as they're going to get them. And so we're going to jump in right with this thing, you know, we all, I always say when we're talking about this defense, just take Micah out for a second. Just for a second because we know that he's going to do what he's supposed to do. Who else in this defense? You may get J. Ron Kirst back this week. He's doing some things in practice. Not that Donovan Wilson has been bad in, at all. Uh, but, you know, J. Ron Kirst might be into this, uh, to this defense. Who, who else on this defense, Nate, makes you excited? Outside of Mark, Micah, and I know that he make, he's the he's the straw that stirs this thing up. Who else in this defense really makes you excited? Armstrong, Darnes, Armstrong, mm. because you know we talked about him a little bit last year, and, and, and once they paid him during it was it was this offseason, season, Kurt, that they yeah. paid that mm-hmm. they paid him, and I went straight to Scout. Hey man, wow, y'all y'all you know, Greg, you know you let him. Nah, nah, this dude not only. Uh, Helps our defense as one of our top rotation guys inside and out in the in pass rush situations and run run uh, defender. But he's on all of our special teams. And out of the, say, 100 plays, he's the guy that gives us 65% plus. He said, yeah, we had to go into the bag. We had to keep this guy. It was never a discussion of uh, will we wow. keep him? It was like, how much? What, how can we push the envelope to keep him for his money wise? Because they, they said it was never a question. He was always one of the number one guys to keep, and uh, he's showing that he's taking advantage of situations where he's been one on one. He's he's blocked the field goal. So Darnus Armstrong, yeah, he's my number one guy, man. I you know I used to brag on him a couple of years ago when they, when he came out of Kansas, our Kansas State, and they meant, they didn't represent this kid right. They had him two gapping when they should have had him rushing. Kurt, hmm. who's is somebody he, on that he, defense? Hold on. Oh, is he, oh, is okay. he, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, is he truly one of those guys that's benefiting from the play of oh, yes, like Parsons and all that? Like, yes, like, could he do it on his own? I guess. No, sir. Uh-huh. No, sir. No, sir. See, you know, I'm, I'm not as sold on people, on Parsons, as a lot of people are. Wait, wait, you I'm, aren't sold on I'm him? I'm not sold on him. I'm not as sold on him as most people are. What do you mean by that? Yeah, uh, that's a huge statement. Because I might I, start thinking that you would have – I was playing earlier about gummy form or, or mushroom <laughs> well, form. Well, but depending on how you answer this question, I, uh, I might not be joking. Okay. You know, in today's society <laughs> – 
we 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 anoint real quick, you know. Mm-hmm. We anoint, you know. I I do a year by year, game by game, and I'm looking at this kid as a great player today, yesterday, and what he's shown me. But you know, I can't anoint him beyond today. So that's why that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this, nobody, no, yeah. I mean, no one is anointing no. him. I, there's comparisons. We just, we just had a watch of Lawrence Taylor, right? Before, during, and after the game. Yeah. There, so, you know what I'm saying? There's and not you, just, just you, not you. So, let me say, not you. So, that will stop you from going. It's and, not. Yeah. It's not. But the world is 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 got him on this pedestal. He is all that in a bag of chips, as the young ladies would say. Uh, <laughs> no young ladies are saying that in 2022. Just but FYI. I'm, I'm 60, dog. And I'm just saying, no young ladies are saying that in 2022. All that in the bag. They're not saying that. They're, they're not. The young ladies are not. Kurt, let's go get Mariah. Live in my world? Let's go get Mariah yeah. from we, outside. Can we do a little journey? Ja- Jazzy Audio. Can Jazzy Audio. Will you come in here? Can me and you do a little Ed Zeppelin? You know what I'm saying? Jazzy Jib, will you come in here? Audio Jib, come in here. We need Audio Jib. Will you get Mariah and let Nate? Know that the young ladies today what are not are, saying are all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> okay, what are they Please. saying today? What are I don't, the they ain't saying that. I don't know if okay. they're saying that. Well, you Say know the what? old ladies. Say okay. the old heads. Okay, the cougars. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay, you <laughs> went there with the it. Cougars, oh, okay. The cougars are looking at this young stud and saying, <laughs> okay. he's all that in a bag of chips. All right. <laughs> and he can get whatever oh, I got, man. including my bank account and the numbers that go with it. All right. Oh, a little bit of that social security <laughs> yeah, check. Coming. Yeah. Come yeah, to Micah? Yeah. Oh. But, uh, no, nah, man, I, I know whenever I say something like that, they're going to get us some hits because that dude is the beast. But anyway, <laughs> to answer your question, Armstrong couldn't do that. And, one, Tank, two years ago, three years ago, a healthy, strong, younger Tank probably could command that type of respect at certain games. But I'm telling you, as an offensive lineman, Every offensive coordinator has, is checking with his offensive line coach on every pass play. How do we block this pass play? If he's over there, if he's here, they're going to do two spots. If he's here, here, how do we change the protection? And that is that is mm-hmm. that is that is dominance, bro. If we run in something, especially anything new, let's hold off a week. If we're not sure how we how the defense is going to line up on this right here, we're not going to do that this week. We're going to move everything back a week. He's just that dominant. He's a dominant player. Kurt, with, with, with Micah being so dominant in what he does and creating that pressure inside, you see last week against the Giants, Daniel Jones was pressured more than any other time yeah. in his career. Yeah. That has been prevalent. The sacks have been prevalent. But something that hasn't been prevalent – is the interceptions, the turnovers. Right. That that still hasn't come to fruition. You had one interception to seal the game last week from uh from from Trayvon Diggs. When will the accumulation of turnovers, if the accumulation of turnovers will begin to happen for this Cowboy defense with the amount of pressure that they've been getting yeah. on the quarterback? Well that you think you gotta think it's coming. I mean I was I was reading something a day or so ago that last year we had all these turnovers, interceptions and stuff, but we really didn't have a lot of what usually comes with it, with the sacks, the pressures, that kind of thing. This year, you're seeing the sacks, you're seeing the pressures, so you got to think those interceptions are going to start coming. So, given one or the other, I, I kind of like where they're doing right now. I mean, they're not giving up the yards they were last year. 
Um, obviously, the pressure's there. I think that the interceptions will come. So. But, uh, I mean, sacks are great, pressures are great, but when you look at, I know today's not an offensive day, but the sacks aren't resulting in... Right. But last year they got bailed out by the turnovers. Okay. I mean, I, they saved themselves several times being able to generate that. I feel like this year... They're taking care of business without those. Now they need, you know, it'd be nice to have them, especially when we get to. The, they got one this past game. Yeah, when you, you know. get to these, when you start facing the really good teams, the Rams coming up, the Eagles, that sort of thing. You, yeah, you'd be. You're wow, probably you're need overlooking some. the Commanders. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm overlooking and, the Commanders. And we'll, and we'll talk about that because this, this is that type of game. We won't get into the same. We'll get into the next game, but this is that type of game that you got to make sure. You know, Bill Parcells was infamous about putting signs up. I know, uh, uh, putting signs in the hallway. Don't eat the cheese. Don't bite the cheese. You know, don't, Mm. don't, 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 don't read your own plus clippings and all that. And we'll talk more about that in the second segment. But I do. Did you read yours? What? Your press clippings? Brother, there was no press clippings about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about that Carolina, man. There wasn't nothing there either. I promise you. I was just trying to make it to the next week. As long as those, you know what I would hate to read? When, right. when, when Calvin Watkins and John Jock Taylor and, right. and, 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 Cal, and Clarence Hill, when they were writing their articles about who might be on a cutting block the next week uh, and all that, uh, I'm like, man, lo- <laughs> Jesse Holly, God dang it. Uh, another, another what week. What they know that I don't know. Yeah, another. Who they talking to? Another week of trying to figure out if I'll have a job. But that was the only press clippings in my playbook was the only two things that I was trying to worry about at that particular time. But since, since we went there, let's break. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the leadership of this team, whether it's from the coaches or from the players. Because this is the type of game that you overlook. You kind of start looking at the schedule and you're saying, oh, Rams, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. defending Super Bowl champions, 3-0 football team that everybody's talking about. The quarterback's been the, it, 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 the NFC player of the month. Yeah. All that kind of good stuff. And you think about all oh, these booty juice jokers, we're going to just roll by them. <laughs> so is the leadership there? I want to hear what you would have to say, Nate, from a leadership mm-hmm, perspective. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what you would have to say if you were in that leadership perspective. He is, about, man. Uh, 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 you know, <laughs> the editor? Uh, uh, the senior editor. I was yeah, yeah. Senior <laughs> on that. Yeah, the senior that. editor. So stay with us. Don't y'all bite the, the cheese. Editor? Come on back with Hanging with the Boys. Uh, the star? Wow. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? 
and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys as we preview the Dallas Cowboys game versus the Washington Commanders this Sunday, 12 noon, home at AT AT&T Stadium. That is Kurt Daniels. He is Nate Newton. I am Jesse Holly. This is Hanging with the Boys. Now, we said before the break that this is one of those games. You look at the Washington Commanders and what are they, one and two? No, yeah. Uh, yeah, one, yeah, one and two. One and two. Jacksonville, they're one. Yeah, so they're the Lions and they're one and two, and they're last right now in the division. They have some problems. They lead the National Football League in sacks allowed on Carson Wentz. Uh, things just aren't looking good for the Washington Commanders, and and at times, players, we're humans. Players sometimes get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We read our own plus clippings. We 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 look ahead on the schedule to the games that we had circled down at the beginning of the year. Definitely the Rams, what we have next week, and then now that Philadelphia is playing so good, you got them in two weeks. Start circling those games, and these are the games where there is no imminent fear factor of anything that the, that that they do. You're not you're not afraid of the defensive line anymore. Carson Wentz isn't a threat. You, you know, you think about Scary Terry, or you think about Gibson or McKissin or uh, Jahan Dotson, but then you think about, well, they can't even get them the ball. I mean, they don't literally at the top of his break, he's getting sacked at the top of his drop. And so as a team, as a whole, defensively, offensively, you begin to think to yourself, ah, oh, this one's in the bag. This one's easy. As the young ladies say, <laughs> this game is all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. They this game, this, they're cougars. This, cougars. This, <laughs> this game is a wrap. Uh, we yeah. about to we we they about to come out the dollars and we about to whip on these boys. But should there be a level of intense reminder remind reminding from the staff <clears throat> from the leadership? Nate, you've been in the locker room with some of the great leaders. How would you handle a situation like this when you're on a two game winning streak? You're riding high because you lose to the Commanders. It really messes up what yeah. you've done the last two weeks. Like exactly. it really just screws yeah. up yes. all of what you accomplished two weeks, you know, the last right. two weeks yeah. of the season. How, how does someone like yourself handle this situation in the locker room with, with your team? Go about your business. That, that's why Troy and Emmett and Mike on offense was so good. You know, uh, going about their business. They certain times in practice they'll laugh and joke, but the majority of the time they're going about their business. When it's offensive period, they're going about their business. So when we, when I look around looking for a joke, man, Kevin Gogan, I'm eyeing him. He eyeing me. We just like we looking around because you know you look at people how they dress, the what's going on, and you're looking for this this joke. You're looking for this you know where you can just disrupt practice. But these guys were so locked in. Then 
what really killed is when you looked over there at Coach Landry or you looked over there at Coach Johnson, and they got these looks on their face like, I got my eye on you. So, okay, so now, Kurt, <laughs> when, you look, when, you, when you look at and you hear what Nate is saying, yeah. the, the overall arching leader is Dak Prescott, right? But right. he's not in uniform. He's not in. He's, yeah. not, he's not playing, right? Maybe he's off on the side over there with Britt Brown doing his conditioning while they're doing <clears throat> different stuff. Micah is the best player. Right. But Micah hasn't been recognized as being the leader. We've seen in the past before guys like Michael Bennett coming in here and being here a couple of weeks and all of a sudden yeah. thrusting himself into that leadership. Is Jason Peters a guy, Anthony Barr, new guys who have been around here, are those the type of guys who can step up in these moments and say, all right, hey, 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 hey focus, yeah. lock in? Or would you prefer it come from guys like CeeDee Lamb or guys like Zeke? Not talkative guys, not really rah-rah guys. Yeah. Like, where does that leadership come from? Cooper Rush, they talk about his demeanor, right? He's, he's calm, key, cool, and collective, yeah. low-key, yeah. doesn't say much. Would you, would you be... Adverse to having a Peters or a Bar or someone like that who's new to the program stepping yeah. up, being that vocal leader in these times? It, it looked like Peters is already kind of taking a leadership role, at least among the linemen. You know, he's sound, he's really mentoring Tyler Smith and it, that side uh, sounds of the sidelines we got out this week, which is great by the way on Twitter. Check it out. Um, he, I think, he leads kind of the offensive line group meeting before the on the field before the game. So, yeah, he, he's a guy that I think right now can lead that group, but I don't know if he's a guy that can step up in front of everybody and do it. I would think defensively DeMarcus Lawrence is still that guy. You know, mm. he's he's that veteran leader. He's, you know, he's got some skins on the wall. He's He knows the game. Now you hope his foot's okay and he's in there, but I think he's a guy that can do it offensively. That's tougher, I think. I mean, is Zeke that guy? I mean, he's kind of this fun-loving dude, but can he be get that guy that can step up? You know, Zach Martin's been around, but I don't know if he's that type of guy to step up. But you're right. You know, Coop's, Cooper doesn't seem that type of guy. You know, he's just so laid back. So I don't know for sure how that happens on the offensive side. I guess it would maybe be – But I watch Zeke, him during you know? the game. I watch Cooper Rush during the game. And – when he know his pass should have been caught, I, I see him when he look at his receivers, when he's talking to his guys, you know, and he in the way his 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 eyes look and what you know, you can kind of read what he's saying, you know, run the route, with Crispo, get you know, get in there, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, this thing is, I don't think, I, I just don't, I don't see this team. You know, I could see some of my teams or even some of Jesse's teams, but I don't see this team. Because you're working with a bunch of young guys, a bunch of guys that are still trying to prove themselves. I don't think they're going to mess around. If Coach McCarthy ain't messing around yeah. and, and, and Kellen Moore, if they ain't over there, you kind of, you know, because coaches have a tendency too uh, to kind of, you know, not be as firm in certain situations. But I don't see them letting up because they know they are penalty away mm -hmm. and a bad play yeah. away from things going a different way. Again, maybe it's, you know, like in the huddle when they were down by seven and they're starting at like their own 10 or 11 or whatever. It sounded like it, the, Cooper said that, you know, it was Martin that stepped into the huddle and said, okay, yeah. we're going 90. And everybody's right. like, yeah, let's do yeah. it. You know, I mean, he was a guy that stepped up. So I think whatever it is, I think it does need to come from the players. Um, you know, the coaches can bark at them all day, but if those players don't have that self-motivation or – 
figure out that you know Michael Jordan used to say he'd find something on somebody that he hated, you know. So whatever that motivation is, they've got it's got to come from within the the player. And 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 I, I think that's that's imperative because you look at what this team is. Washington, I'm talking about offensively. You know the names. You've heard the names. You've seen the productivity. You've heard the Carson Wentz. This was a guy who at one point in time was a MVP candidate, yeah. right? This was you know, He was a part of that. He was the sole reason that that team was even in contention to win the Super Bowl the year that Nick Foles stepped in at his knee injury and won it. That was all Carson Wentz. And then you hear the names like Gibson, who was one of the, in my opinion, one of the best dual threat running backs yeah. in the National Football League. Kurt, you put some things down that – that he's six, uh, he was six last year with 105 uh, rushing yards after contact. So mm-hmm. he's a smaller back. He's shifty, but he has that contact balance. Uh, you hear the name Scary Terry. To me, one of the best route runners in all of football. Like when you talk about pure route running on that Amari Cooper level, go look at Scary Terry mm-hmm. and how he does stuff at the line of scrimmage and in his route. And then they added the little uh, little jitterbug type player in, in Jahan Dotson. Yeah. But it's not resulting in what they want to do. Now their offensive line is pretty bad, and, and they've been just a turnstile. Yeah. That must be the issue then, right? Huh? Carson Wentz was sacked nine times last week. Mm. But there's something to be said, and, and, I, and I liking this when I had my short time at the University of North Carolina playing basketball. Every time UNC walked into a gym, you got everyone's best, no matter what the result was beforehand. If they would have been 1-13, they could have not hit the wise out of a barn. All of a sudden, Carolina walks in the gym, and they're hitting every shot under the sun. <laughs> yeah. This is still the National Football League. These yeah. are still professional players. When you look at this offense and you hear the names, does that at any point in time give you a level of Hesitancy, yeah, like, hey, you know, those first they could two, get hot. Yeah, those first two games, Wentz threw for over 300 yards, and he had, I think, four touchdown passes in the first one and three in the second. So, you know, it, he can catch lightning in a bottle, I guess. I mean, he, he, he was doing something right. So I don't know how you get him off that game. I guess just wreck the offensive line. But, that, I mean, like you said, they're NFL players. They they have the talent to – they can scare you if you don't sneak they, up on you. If they you don't, plan uh, with it. They don't, they don't have identity and listening to what the head coach Rivera says. You know, he's trying to tell, you know, I said he's just that Scott Turner, hey, man, we got more than just three wide receivers. We got a tight end that's available. We got backs that can catch out of the backfield. You know, we got to use every weapon. I mean, you you got to you, – you rule in time of possession and, and losing. I mean, getting beat up bad, you still 32%, 32 minutes plus. So uh, – I just I look at this game. Like, is, is that not the confusing part of it? Yeah. When you start, if you just like close your eyes and and you said to me, right. Carson Wentz threw for. If you just said you said player A threw for three hundred yards in the first yeah. two games, four touchdowns, and three then you said yeah. you, three touchdowns. And you said, oh yeah, and they've led the they've they've led every game that they've been in with time of possession. And you start saying, you know, this receiver that they have is one of the best route right. runners. They got one of the best dual threat backs. And you don't give any names. You don't give any teams. You'll go. Damn, that's a good football team. <laughs> right. And then you look and you go, it's the Washington Commanders. Yeah. And then you go, oh. Like, like, I 
I'm still trying to figure it out. Do you have any Nate? Do you have anything that can put a, some, no put a finger on it? They have no identity. Put a, they got Michael Irvin fingers on it. They put got five <laughs> out of the last seven drafts. They got five number one pick defensive players starting. They, they, it ain't like they going into another contract. All of these guys are starting. Yeah. You got a coach that has coached in the league and been a head coach in Jack Del Rio. You got a defensive-minded head coach in Ron Rivera. You, without a doubt, like Jesse said, you put your hands over it, like, man, that is a defensive team that ranks in the top ten in everything. Well, no fumbles, one interception, giving up 128 yards a game rushing, you know, mm-hmm. seven, only eight sacks. That, mm-hmm. that, that don't register. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody has has lost some will to play, bro. You don't have that type of talent. You can't miss on on five, six guys. And then Chase ain't even playing. I'm talking about the four or five. That's, you can't miss like that. Yeah. These guys have stopped playing ball at a high level. Yeah. Have you have you guys ever been in games like these trap games, and you're just like midway through, and you're like, God, we just can't get it going. You know, what's what's wrong? We should be killing these guys. I mean, how, what was that feeling like? You know, Coach Johnson used to tell us against teams like this. He said, I, 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 I'm not with everybody else. Y'all don't need to beat them by fifth and nothing. He said, when we walk back in this locker room, I just need a W. Mm. He said, I'm, I'm asking you to play penalty free, and I'm asking you to play hard because your talent is greater. But I can't say this about Washington. I can't say – Coach can't – and Coach can say it, but it'll be a lie. <laughs> you know, hey, man, your talent is better. No, nah, their defensive talent is greater, I'm talking about in the front seven, than our front seven. Hmm. Their, their, their talent is greater than our front seven versus their front seven. So uh-huh. This segment was brought to you by blockchain, blockchain.com. We're going to go into our final break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of the mental side of the game. Michael Gallup came out and he talked about he was physically he felt he was ready to play. Mm. He said, but when we went out there against the Giants, mentally he just wasn't there. He needed some more reps. Also, I want to talk about Dak Prescott. Where is he at mentally with this thumb thing? You know, do you rush him back? Is he is he should you wait another week or two weeks? Whatever it may be. So I want to I want to I want to get back it's into starting. the conversation of where some of these guys are at mentally uh, as they head into <laughs> they head into week four uh, against the commander. So stay with us. We'll be right back. This is hanging with the boys. The quarterback controversy. <laughs> hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want. And we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. 
Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys. Game day minicamp is here. Join former NFL players for our first ever game day minicamp presented by Invisalign. Drop your kids off at the Ford Center on October 2nd from 1130 to 330 while you watch the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commanders game from any of your favorite restaurants in the Star District. Register your young footballer for camp. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash academy. Now, as we get into this game, um, J. Ron Curse may be coming back, but the names that we've really been talking about coming off of injury, um, Conor McGovern is getting some work in as well. But names like Michael Gallup, names like Dak Prescott, who got his stitches removed um, earlier this week, and is I saw some pictures online where he's doing some very light throwing of the football uh, outside in the practice field. Hmm. But the thing that I found was interesting, and I don't know if this is, should we praise this for being growth, for having growth and maturity, or should we kind of raise an eyebrow as, can we trust you mentally when you get in the football game from Michael Gallup? He came out last week and said, I'm physically ready to go. But as I was out there preparing for the game against the Giants, I just needed to feel a couple more things. I only was in practice uh, on pass twice. Right. I, I need to do a couple more things to kind of feel myself get ready. And a part of me was like, wow, well, that's such maturity, right? A guy who looks at this team and says, We're, we don't have a really good receiving core. They could actually use my help yeah. immensely. Um, I've been out since last year. I want to get back. I'm chomping at the bits. But I said – Mentally, I'm not ready. Then the other half said to me, will this have a long-term effect on him? Will he be thinking about this injury while he's in the game? Will he be thinking about every time he goes to plant or to jump or to kick it to that fifth or sixth gear, will in the back of his mind he'll go, uh, and maybe let up on a pass or let up on a route, and that may result in an incompletion or an interception or what it may have you. Where, where, where do you think – well, where do you look at this for a guy like Michael Gallup? Where is he? What do you what do you perceive him being at mentally? When you when he when he gets in the game throwing the ball quick, don't let him just run around wondering. Let's get him let's get him baptized quick. Don't 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 play around. You know, get him a, a 
deep slant, quick slant, get him acclimated as quick as possible because he's thinking about it, which we all do. A lot of us just would not verbally say it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been injured pretty bad. You've probably been injured pretty bad. Kurt, you probably hurt yourself stringing a good time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. you know. After that 24 hour, they say it's supposed to go down to 24 hours, and they don't go down to 24 hours. You start thinking about, you start thinking about getting another one later on that day. You're like, oh, the doctor said 24 hours, the thing will go, go down, and it's been 32 hours, wow. and it's wow. still... It's still jamming uh, out like hard rock. Yeah. But I, I promise you, <laughs> if, that day, yeah. if I you. put him in that game, if I put him in that game, I ain't finna have him run around thinking about it. Yeah. Nah, we ain't finna go out there and let him block a little bit. No. Quick slant. Quick slant. And if and if they come up on him way and they put something inside him where he can't get the quick slant, quick fade. But some way, somehow, I got to get him involved. We don't don't have him running around there trying to fill his way. Yeah. We're going to give you your way. That, Should there be a pitch count? Probably, yeah. I mean, but I, I that's the thing about the mental side of it. He's not going to know till he plays in a game. I mean, mm-hmm. he can practice all he wants and get pads out here all he wants. He's, he's not going to know till he gets hit, you know. And so I think that, like Nate says, they need to, to get him involved early. Maybe they need probably need a – pitch count on him and I, I would think as a player you'd want you'd want a preseason right. against a team like Washington and then having to come instead of having to come back and face Rams and Eagles you know I would think this would be the week he'd want to come back if, it's, if he's healthy I would think this is the week he'd he'd need to come back to get himself ready to win the tough competition starts coming Let's transition over to our starting what, what, quarterback. What do you think, man? What? What do you think? See, I just told you. I thought, I told you about two thoughts about him. I told you my thoughts of that. I was 50-50. Yeah, I, thought, right. I thought a part of him was like, is that going to weigh on him a little bit? And a part of me was like, wow, what, what such great maturity for someone to say. Because most guys will be like, I want to go back out there. And you saw what happened. And, and, and to Michael's point, he mentioned it. You saw what happened to Chris Godwin. And it was one of those yeah. deals where it was – Maybe he got there too fast. It was a shepherd. He just run down the field. And that that was a non-contact Oof. injury, you know, on that turf. So, um, I, I'm 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 still a mixed bag with it. I, I don't know if it's maturity, and maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe it's it's a ton of maturity to say that. That's where I feel right now. And in fact, I'm gonna say it. It's a ton of maturity to say that. Anytime that you can admit something of that magnitude publicly. When you're at this stage in your career as a professional football player, that mentally I just wasn't ready. Yeah. I just didn't feel ready. That, that's a huge step. But the other part is true as well, um, that there may be a point in time in the game where he's thinking about it. And, 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 the, and we won't know, and he won't know, to your point, Kurt, until he actually gets out there in the game and does it. So I agree all across the board. Mm-hmm. I think give him the ball early. Smoke, just do a smoke screen. Hey, boom, take it, make a move, put your foot in the ground, do something, yeah. and just feel – the energy in the game. Feel someone else that's not in a Cowboys uniform try to come and tackle you. Hell, he may make the first guy miss it and, and run for 60 yards for a touchdown. <laughs> we don't know. But I think the best thing for him is to, one, get out there when he's ready. And then, two, once he's ready to get out there, get him acclimated quickly. Get him baptized right off the gate. And I'm not saying you got to go to him 12 times a game. But the moment he steps on the field, I think he should be, he should be in the action some way, shape, or form. And so uh, the one person that's, that we're all looking forward to getting back into the action 
is one Dak Prescott. Uh, Stitches came off early this week. He's doing some soft tossing uh, of the football today. We don't know when he's actually going to come back. We don't know. But in the interim, Cooper Rush has been 2-0, has had his ups and downs. But for the most part, anytime you win, it always looks much better than when you lose, especially being the backup. For Dak, Nate, no preseason. Played three and a half quarters this season. When he does come back, where do you think he's going to be at mentally? Is he going to be someone who's just laser focused, locked back in? Or is he going to be someone that's thinking about, man, I saw what I was week one. And I saw what Cooper Rush was, whatever amount of times he's been in for me when I've been, when I've been out. Does he press? Does he relax? Does he just cool, calm, and collective? Where do you think Dak Prescott will be when he comes back mentally? After the first three or four passes, because he's going to be excited just to be back. After that right there, he should calm down. And then, just like he said, see the game from when he's like when he was standing on the sideline. Keep it simple. Believe your reads. One, two, not there. Get rid of the ball or get out of there. You know, and then as the game progresses, and your offensive line blocks better and better and better, then, you know, one, two, three, you know, get rid of the ball. So that, that's how I look at it. That's how I think he's going to attack it because, uh, you know, you watch him the first game he was out, he's doing more cheering than he was watching. You watch him the second game, he watching more. He absorbing the game more. And so uh, when he come back, just come back. And after, like I said, after them first two or three throws because he's going to be pumped. Yeah. He's going to want to make sure his fingers is gripping that ball, and so he may throw it a high a couple of times or may come out funny, and it may not. But there, after that, let's go. Is there anything he can learn right now? Yeah, he just, said it. Just I mean, from being, being yeah. on the sideline? I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody, like, the moment you stop learning at any point in time in your life, you're dead. Mm-hmm. So, there, and it's nothing, it, there's not a bad thing to be like, oh, I'm learning from Cooper Rush. No, you can learn something from everybody. The janitor can teach you something. Right, right. The window washer can teach you something. Right. The CEO can teach you something. The cab driver. Like, there, is not, there isn't a person in life or in sports who can't teach you something. Right. You have to be receptive to the information and kind of sometimes swallow your own pride and say, you know what? That is right. And, and my hope is... When Dak comes back, he's not looking at this as saying, I have to do exactly what Cooper Rush did or outdo Cooper Rush or win back over the fans or win back over the locker room. No. Go and play football. Yeah. Go and play football. Go go and do what you've been doing. You know what I mean? Go just go and be a be smart with the football, be accurate with the football, be on time with the football. Yeah. It's going to be hard to do, though, right? He's going to want to come back like, ah, I'm going to show them. I'm the guy, you know? I mean, but how you, does he but, stay my, within my, himself? My thing is is that I don't. I am the guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't have to show anyone I'm the guy. I'm the guy. And you know how I know I'm the guy? There's a check that says $40 million. <laughs> Well, that's a that could be a negative. I that shows. I can't, think, I, I can't think what movie that was. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Like I, I Tom just, Cruise. <laughs> I don't know. This is Tom Cruise movie where he was a spy, double agent. But anyway, I'm the guy. I'm the guy. I'm that guy. But I just think, I mean, <laughs> for, for 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 Dak, you're the guy, Jess. I am the guy. Yeah, you're the guy. <laughs> 
You don't got to tell me that. Right. I know every day I get up, I'm that dude. Yeah. So I walk in that. I, I walk in with whatever, whatever the shoes that are supposed to be given to me for being that dude, I walk in it. I think right. the same thing should be for Dak Prescott. It should be, I'm that dude. This is the dude who's been the franchise quarterback. This is the dude that they put the franchise on. They've given me the keys. They've given me the check. They've given me everything that I needed to be that guy. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I just got to go out there and help my teammates. Uh-huh. That's because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Yeah. I at hope the, he feels that way. Because, right, that's the goal. That's, the goal is to go out there. Your goal was to go out there and be like, man, I'm just going to get these holes for, for – for. These what? Holes. <laughs> you probably was getting the holes <laughs> and the oh, – no, no, no. Wow. Wow. Just slow yep. down. Pronounce your words. I man. said holes. Pronounce right. your brain. Get your right. brain right. <laughs> get your brain out the gutter. That's true. But your thought process was, I'm going to get these holes. Right. Thank for you. For Emmett. <laughs> right. I'm going to get these blocks. Right. For Troy. And everything else. And everything else is gonna be what it's gonna be. Right. And you knew you and you knew a lot of the time you wasn't gonna get credit. That's right. It was gonna always be Emmett Smith that they wanted to interview, Troy Aikman yeah. that they wanted to interview, Michael Irvin that they wanted to interview. But the fat boys, hey, thank you. It's <laughs> an un- bop. Yeah, it, it, it's the it's the unsung <laughs> you're the unsung hero. So for Dak, I, I mean I think mentally for him it should just be I am who I am. I'm Dak Prescott. You know, in the words of when Kevin Durant said in his interview like two years ago, it was like, I'm Kevin Durant. Like, you know who I am, right? <laughs> like, you know who I am. Like, I'm, I'm Kevin Durant. I'm right. the best player on the planet. Wow. That's what it is. And so, that's all you need. Huh? That's all you need. And with that, we're hanging with the boys. Oh, that's, it's over? That's who we are. That's all you need. You wow, Nate, you job, Nate Newton. Wow. You Kurt Daniels. Uh, yeah. Chris, you Chris Bean. <laughs> Yes, sir. Audio Jazz. You Audio it's Jazz. jazz. <laughs> I'm Jesse Holly. But it's what Y'all is Willie? The fans. What is Willie? A traitor. <laughs> no, <laughs> Will, Willie gets our stuff out on time. No, he we told don't. Me. Willie gets our stuff out on time. Look, you see, you see the tweets. Yeah, you yeah, see the tweets. Yeah, yeah. They tweet. Willie the, gets our stuff out on time. They tweet me all the time, man. Ain't no audio. I can't. I can't see it. I, I gotta go to YouTube, but I can't see it on Apple. I can't see it on there. I don't. Uh, the conspiracy is back up again. The conspiracy is back <laughs> up again. Willie's getting it done. The boss is we, we on your heels, boss. You know we on your heels. You know we on your heels. But you know, he's that guy. I'm that guy. You that guy. You that guy. I can't think of the movie. You that was that a good guy. movie. We those dudes. I'm that guy. Yeah, and y'all are the fans, and I want y'all to come back here tomorrow, Freaky Friday. We give our predictions, we have some fun, talk about the game. Yep, and we you take already your know phone mine. calls. I'm taking your phone calls tomorrow, so make sure you call in. Take the number down today, eight 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 five five two two nine seven. Sweet, you know what I'm saying? Sweet. Get it in today. Start yeah. calling Chris today. Yeah, <laughs> right, don't in. call Chris today. Bro. <laughs> don't call Chris today. But no, we'll take your calls tomorrow. Anytime after one tonight. Nah, thank you, Nate. Call, you. Call, call Chris today. I'll give Kurt. him Jesse's phone number. <laughs> no, no, no. Call <laughs> That's Chris. Bro, Willie keeps us up on uh, – uh, I hope he does. I don't know if he does. Jazzy Jit, man, thank you all for listening to us, brother. We're hanging with the boys. We're out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!